0: Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. How are you all? It is such a great honor to be here with you this afternoon. Thank you for taking time to tune in. Um, my name is Michelle in Ghana, and, um, I'll be your host today. Uh, um, and I want to thank you for all us tuning in, thank you for sharing the podcast with with a friend or two, Um, we have reached a thousand listeners now a thousand listens sorry, so that's really encouraging thank you so much, keep sharing the good news, we bless the Lord for everything that he gives us the ability to share and um, don't leave any friend out it might be just what they need to have a good day, praise King Jesus yeah um if you have any feedback for me for um, the previous episodes or the one that i'm about to share do drop me an email um the by michelle at gmail.com i have got also an instagram page and a facebook page so you feel free to drop an, an inbox me and um, using that as well otherwise it's such an honor to hear from you always always and i want to say thank you for those that get back to me via whatsapp Thank you so much for the feedback. It's very appreciated and it pushes us farther. It gives us direction. So thank you, thank you, thank you, in the name of Jesus. Okay. Um, today we'll be looking at um, the secret place. <laughs> That's our subject for today. And um, our umbrella scripture, uh, we'll get it from Psalm 91 verse 11. Let's dash quickly to our Bibles. Yeah, we're digging straight into it. So have your pen ready, have your notebook ready, have your Bible ready. If you're driving or doing your chores around the house, that's fine as well. As long as you take a mental note and um, you know what to look out for when you visit your Bible. We bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, let's humble ourselves for prayers before we start. No, 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 no. Let's read Psalm 91 verse 11 no no verse 1 first psalm 91 verse 11 and then we can go into prayer praise god okay psalm 91 verse uh, 1 reads he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall rest under the shadow of the almighty praise god right okay let's pray Father in the name of Jesus we thank you for this day that you have made. I want to thank you so much for the life of everybody out there that's listening in. I want to thank you for the life of everybody out there that takes the trouble to share with another. I want to thank you for the gift of your word. I want to thank you for the ability to dwell in your secret place. I want to thank you for allowing us to dig deeper into our Bible so that our lives may be better. And today as we gather Father I call upon the Holy Spirit to be present. Holy Spirit come and take us through the scriptures, reveal to us the mysteries of the word. Holy Spirit, sit upon my lips and enable me to speak to your people. Holy Spirit, embrace the ears of everybody that's listening in so that they may pick out a word that works perfectly for them, for your glory. Father, I reduce so that you may increase. Come and take your place. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Okay. Um, I got feedback from one of the listeners last time and she said to me, would you please help us and elaborate more on, um, the secret place, the place where you go to spend more time with God, praise God. So today that is what we're going to look into and, and, and I've been having a think about it and speaking to people about it and, um, Psalm 91 kept coming to mind. Psalm 91 is a, a Psalm for protection which is very key in these times where there's too many diseases and, and all sorts of trouble around the world. It's a nice one to rely on, okay? I won't do the whole of Psalm 91. I'll just do verse one because that's the key instruction and it's got our operative word, dwell. We're here to tap into how to, to be in the secret place, how to spend more time with God. Praise King Jesus. So Psalm 91 and um, verse one reads that he who dwells, in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Now, first off, let's talk, let's look into um, the definition of um, the word dwell. You see, in this place, we don't like to 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 rush. We don't like to. <laughs> we like to go step by step bit by bit we like to understand what we're talking about especially the word of god because the word of god is so diverse you know today it means one thing the next day it means another so we, it's very key for us to get the the key words in a scripture for, you know when you're reading the word of god again i think i can share a tip before we we, we we dive deeper when you open up your bible to read the word take note of the who why when where what okay When you start to read, ask yourself, who is speaking? What are they saying? Who are they speaking to? Where? Or what am I supposed to pick out of it? Praise King Jesus. So this one simply reads that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. So who is speaking? The Lord. Who is he speaking to? Us. About what? Do you want rest what are you tired of what gives you anxiety what gives you sleepless nights is it a boyfriend is it a job is it a marriage whatever it is he's giving us a solution of come and dwell in my secret place yeah he who dwells that's a that's a a command not really a command because god doesn't force anybody on us now we're talking about the space acronym that i've shared with you guys before you know, if it's your first time to listen in, you can write space downwards. S-P-A-C-E. And each of these letters represents something. It can be seen. It can be um, and, and that's a case of is this scripture talking about a sin? Is it pushing me into repentance or warning me not to do such a thing? It can be a promise. What is my promise in this scripture? Is it talking about a promise? Am I entitled? And there's a an action. Am I required to do anything here? Then there's c. Is the good Lord commanding me to do something? Because that one is a. There's no two ways about it. When He commands, that's it. He's the Most High. And e. Most cases, scripture is an example, like the stories that we read in there, is so that we can relate to what's in the Bible. Praise King Jesus. The reason why I come here every now and then is so that I can simplify your relationship with your Bible. I love my Bible so much. Right now we're in the presence of the New King James Version, um, Holman's, and the Messaging Bible by Eugene H. Peterson and my notebook and a pen, right? so i would love for you to fall in love with your bibles as well that's why i take time off to explain a thing or two with the hope that the passion that is in me for the word can be poured into you as well by the power of the holy spirit praise king jesus nothing is by our might it's by the holy spirit and if you're ever there and you find yourself thinking where does she learn all of this from where does she how does she do it it is the holy spirit it is not me for it is written in philippians chapter 2 verse 13 that it is God that works within us both to will, to desire, to will, to want to do it and to actually do it. So I pray that as you're listening and if you get a passion for it then you know the Holy Spirit is at work. He's stirring your heart up to want to do it and once you want to do it he'll give you the ability to do it. So your end of the bargain is to read your Bible and then the Holy Spirit shall handle the other side of the stick. Praise King Jesus. Okay, so how does this begin? Spend time. Spend time in the presence of the Lord. Dwell. Dwell is the operative word. I tried to look up the word dwell and it's got um, a, a few meanings. Um, for example, up, to dwell is to be in the presence, right? To dwell is to spend a lot of, um, it's not just to visit, you don't just go to, to to visit the Bible, read it once a week, or open it up when the pastor says, open John chapter 1 verse 7 it's, um, it's to be in the presence of the word of God to, to, to permanently stay there to be there all the time it's nothing like, oh I'll just, okay one of the definitions I got was is to live to stay as a permanent resident yeah <clears throat> to dwell in the secret place of the most high is to be a permanent resident in the secret place of the most high right then the other definition of dwell is to live or to continue in a given condition yeah for example you can dwell in happiness you can dwell in sadness right then the other definition we got is to linger over or ponder in thought over something yeah so the bible is telling us in psalm 91 verse 1 that he who dwells in the secret place what is the secret place alone time alone time that secret place for example where i am at right now i am alone I can't do what I'm doing right now with everyone else making noise because I need the the Holy Spirit to pour into my spirit what I can say to you. But even before I come to speak with you, I spend time in the Bible. If I go missing for more than a week, then you must know that I'm either too held up to read my Bible or I am reading it but very occupied with the rest of my business. Praise King Jesus. But I can never come to you and have anything to share unless I dwell Unless I permanently visit the Bible, like over and over and over again. Praise King Jesus. When I dwell in the secret place, then I have an answer for somebody and for myself. So he who dwells in the secret place, the secret place is your alone time, where you spend time with the word, where you spend time with God. So the promise is, you shall rest under the shadow of the almighty. You shall rest under the shadow of the Lord when you dwell in the secret place. Like, whatever is bothering you, the word of God shall be an answer to what's stressing you. Praise King Jesus. Now, why am I talking about dwelling in the secret place? For starters, we all go to church, and um, the preacher preaches to us. And my prayer is, and my hope is, that the church that you go to is a word-based church. Like, the preacher preaches to you out of the Bible, right? Because... um, unfortunately we have got a lot of um churches that are not really churches they've they've turned into casinos you know many minting schemes and and other churches have turned into too many lies and um unless anybody is ready to back up what they're telling you with the word of god i suggest you run for dear life and look for a word best church i personally go to kansanga miracle center church and my pastor is pastor isaac chobechewewesi and he has done a whole lot of good in my life because every time i sit in front of him we resonate Like if the pulpit wasn't too far away, I'd give him a high five because what he's saying makes sense to me because it is in the Bible. I've either read about it or when he mentions it, I go and check it out. The Bible says that we should check every spirit to see that it is in line. Praise King Jesus. So when you go to your church, And your pastor has prepared a lovely sermon, like Michelle has prepared a teaching here. That's all well and good. But it's always good to go back in the secret place and spend your personal time with the Lord. Alone time. That's the secret place. The place where you go, you shut out everybody. When your pastor goes to the pulpit and gives a message, there's thousands of you in the congregation. Yeah? And, And the Holy Spirit is so smart that the message will apply to you and you'll feel like, oh, this was my message. But there's more gold. There's a lot of gold in you, just you and your Bible, spending time alone together so that the Lord may speak with you. Every word in the Bible is our word. It's the word of God to us. Praise King Jesus. But then there's your personal word from God that you can't tap into unless you go into the secret place of the Most High. Praise God. You need to go into the secret place of the Most High in order to hear from God personally. For example, there's standard words in the Bible, right? Like uh, everyone's favorite scripture, Jeremiah 29:11. I know the plan I have for you. A plan to prosper, a plan for a good life, a plan to drive a Range Rover. Uh, and I have got no plan for any kind of evil for you. So everything that's messed up in your life is not my plan. You know that scripture, right? I've paraphrased it, but yeah, check out Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. That's the general word from the Bible, the word from God. Then there is a message that will give that that God will give you personally, that He won't give to everybody else. And once He, He will only and only He'll find you in the secret place and give you that. Now the beauty of you having a secret place is when, after God has given you that message, when you bump into a prophet and they have this prophecy on you, it is so much fun when you heard it from God first. It is so relaxing and comforting when whoever's prophesying into your life is just confirming something that you've had once or twice before. I think I've shared um, Job 33:14 14 um, at this um, podcast before, uh, the one that says that God speaks once or twice, but people perceive him not, yeah? So when you go to the secret place, and god gives you your uh realm of word, your personal word right then if you meet somebody else and they give you that same word again it's hooray it's a confirmation then you know for a fact oh i was not making up things this is real god really wants this from me praise the lord now you'll find that people that have been in church for a long time and and um they tend to be if they don't have a secret place they tend to live a a life of a stagnated christian like the only word he or she has is the one that the pastor said yeah and um and 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 that is all well and good and and we thank we pray to god that it's never stolen away from them because the devil is in the business of stealing whatever word that comes to us so then it sometimes it's difficult to get the next step because our god is a god of instructions yeah he will he will guide you in which way to go but you have to be tuned you have to listen to him you have to quiet everything spend a long time with him hide somewhere a secret place in your house where nobody goes to and you open up your bible and read and meditate and then he'll give you that word yeah and usually in the secret places when you give you that's when you get individual instructions that's when he'll say to you i need you to go to northern uganda because my people need to learn this The Bible will not tell you, hey, Michelle, on Monday at noon, wake up and go to to northern Uganda. No. The Bible will only tell you how about, okay, Philip was sent um, by God to go and preach to the Ethiopian guy, the rich dude. And then when he got there, all of those are perfect examples. And they're in the general word of God. But you need to be able to get your personal word. And when it comes through, you will recognize it because it's aligned with the word of God. There's examples of it in the Bible. And it will give you peace, right? I think to be in the secret place of the Most High, I don't think I know, to be in the secret place of the Most High is to open up that antenna where you can get direct communication from Him. And then you know which way to go. I remember about um, in 2017, early 2017, that's when the good Lord... um, drove me out of my first church (laughs) I call it driving out of church because I really really loved my first church I got born again in a lovely church in Kampala and um, around about um, a few months later um, God opened up an opportunity for me to work in Nairobi and when I moved to Nairobi I tried so hard to stay tuned into my church in Kampala like once a month, I would come to Kampala just to attend an overnight because I was too... For me, when the good Lord picked me up from wherever I was, it was at gunpoint, like high drive, you know, voltage to the extent of traveling from Nairobi to Kampala just to attend an overnight and then go back to um, Nairobi, praise King Jesus. And then I remember the Lord started to speak to me of, I need you to detach from that church that was the hardest thing ever because I was thinking, dude, I have finally found stability in life. Everything they're teaching makes sense. How then do I stay away? It was a bit of a battle, but the dreams were intense. He would speak to me in dreams because then I wasn't so conversant with the word of God. Yeah. I'm uh, one of those people, um, the pastor at that church, he would always scream at us like, why don't you guys have Bibles? And I would think to myself, why do we need them when we have a projector, you know, but I'm so thankful to God that he has graduated me to reading my Bible. And now I can, you know, but back to the subject, God told me to leave that church. And I wasn't pleased. And I remember, and I want to send a special shout out to one of my spiritual friends who has been with me for time, um, Pastor Albert. He's a very good dream interpreter. So I I shared a dream with him for help because then I didn't know how to interpret my own dreams. And then he said to me, Michelle, God has a high calling on your life. And in very plain words, he's saying to you, I will teach you myself. So don't panic about it it's okay that you're not going to attend any church. Because when I, went to, when I went to Nairobi as well, I tried to find a church. I remember I went to Parkland Baptist Church and I went to another church um, somewhere in Bagadhi Way. I've forgotten what it's called. And every time I'd get there, I felt empty. Like this, the pastor would go to the pulpit and preach, and I'd feel like, oh, but you've left out something. How I wish you took them to Matthew chapter this so that they can, you know, relate it to that as well. Or oh, how I wish I would sit in my chair, and I think to myself, is that it? Like, is that all he's giving us today? And when I when I kept getting these dreams, um, this pastor Albert explained it to me that God wants to teach you himself. So just stay at home, be in your Bible, he will show you which way to go and um i like this man because he didn't tell me what's out out of his box he gave me um psalm 32 verse hold on let's run quickly to psalm 32 i will be able to tell you i'll be able to tell you which verse when we get there i have got that habit my bible speaks to me i just open up and then i know where to find the verse. I I, I rarely cram. There, it is Psalm 32, verse 8. It reads, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Praise King Jesus. (laughs) God has got a sense of humor. So the first church where I got born again was for me to meet Christ and get a foundation of the word. And next he's saying, all right, Michelle, lock up your doors in Nairobi. Listen to me, right? He says, I will instruct you. That's the first line. You know, as we like to dissect the second line, I will teach you. Okay. I'll instruct you, which means I'll show you. And then line two, I'll give you the details. I'll teach you. Yeah. Line three, in the way you should go. Like, I'll teach you in the way that you should go. In other words, you know, don't follow your brain, Michelle. You know, it's already too busy for its own good. Look where it's gotten you now. I will teach you myself. Praise King Jesus. In the way that you should go. You know, the Bible says at the same time that there's many ways that... um, these ways that seem right to man but only lead to destruction so he's saying uh-uh i will teach you which, which way you should go and then he goes ahead to reaffirm i will guide you with my eye praise king jesus now then i didn't know what the good lord was saying but now i know when i spend alone time when i go to the secret place of the most high when i look up my door and, and I open up my Bible and read and meditate, not just read, but meditate also. I think I'll come back with a teaching on meditation. Yeah, When I meditate, like when I dissect and go deeper and think about the things that I have read, then the Lord will teach me in which way should which I should go. So that's why I want to ask today to talk about the secret place of the Most High, where the Lord will teach us. Praise King Jesus. Now, let's run quickly to Habakkuk chapter 2. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse Mm 1 Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1 reads I will I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected praise King Jesus I like this one (laughs) so again let's break it down because you know us guys don't eat scripture in chunks yeah line one i will stand i will stand my watch so if we are to do that why when where who who is talking to you what's going on this is me speaking right who is speaking i michelle what what what, what am i michelle supposed to do i will stand my watch what does this mean okay what is a watch what is to watch yeah guys when we're reading the bible if we there's like i explained before there's several ways um to read the bible there's one where you need to read to dissect to understand to listen to hear from the holy spirit then there's one where you read like you're reading a novel so you can you know get everything from the beginning of it from the genesis to the end praise king jesus okay so i will stand my watch now what is to watch the, the operative word here that um okay let's start with stand i will stand what does stand mean stop everything that you're doing take a deep breath stick the kettle on have a cup of coffee if necessary and stand like be still yeah exodus 14 14 be still i will fight for you right you can't god can't speak when you're all over the place You need to stand, you need to be still, you need to sit down, like you need to stop whatever you're doing. Stop the noise, stop the voices, stop the everything, lock yourself up. I think I've told you before, the secret place in my house, in the wee hours of the morning, is the bathroom. And the kids used to laugh at me like, what do you do in in the bathroom at that time? And I said to them, it's the only place where there's nobody. If I try the living room, one of the kids will come because it's time for them to do the midnight watch or 3 a.m. watch. And then I'm interrupted. I need a place where I know nobody will come in. I need a good one hour uninterrupted so I can hear the voice, the still voice of the Lord. Because the Lord is not aggressive. The Holy Spirit is not aggressive. His voice is very still, but you need to stand fast. So this scripture is saying, I will stand at my watch, like I will watch. And what is to watch? To watch is to be alert, on the lookout, to look attentively or to observe, yeah? So you 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 have to be on the lookout. I will be on the lookout, yeah? I will look attentively. I will observe as, as so that I can see what comes, yeah? Or so I can see what happens next. Praise King Jesus. To wait expectantly, to be attentive, yeah? You be attentive and expectant. That is what to watch is. So line one is saying, I will stand and watch. Praise King Jesus. Line two, we're dissecting verse one, okay? We don't do whole chunks, remember? Line two of verse one. And set myself on the rampart. I really struggle to find the meaning of this one but the best I can pick out is it's a broad elevation or a raised earth you know a heap of raised earth that's um put around a place Eh, kind of like you know a wall I, I checked out in the um, Eugene uh, Peterson messaging bible and it phrased it as um it's kind of like to be on the lookout tower. I'll be on the lookout tower where I can scan the horizon. Praise King Jesus. So I will stand my watch. I'll set myself on a spot, on a higher spot, on a raised spot where I can see the entire horizon, the sunrise and the sunset. sunset. Praise King Jesus. Why will I be out there? Remember, we have to factor in the who are you talking to? What are you saying? Why, when, where, what? Praise King Jesus. Hmm? The third line says, and... And watch to see what he will say to me. So why are we raising? Why are we on the watch? And why have we set ourselves high above everybody? In the secret place. On a mountain. On a raised place. Is so that we can watch to see. What the good Lord will say to us. Praise King Jesus. And what I will answer. When I am corrected. Hallelujah. I like and watch line three says and watch to see what he will say to me this is what i told you the bible is the general message to you but there's something that god wants to say to you brethren individually and that can only be found in the secret place if God wants to speak to you about the scarcity of chili peppers in the next four months and he wants you to go into farming in that area so you can be the answer to every hotel in Kampala that you will not find in the Bible that requires for you to be in the secret place for him to tell you I need you to start growing chili peppers and then you do not ask you just do because he has said And then later on, after you have obeyed, the the same Bible says, if you live in obedience, if you listen, if you obey, you will eat the good of the land. So when he gives you that alone information, your personal message, then you can know to do it. Because he will tell you in the secret place because you are friends. Amos 3-3 asks, can two walk together except they agree? So there's that together. So you come into the secret place to agree with him, to walk together. And then he says in Amos 3, 7, surely I'll never let anything happen without revealing it to my, to my servants, the prophet, the prophets, or to my friend, Michelle. Then there, he gives you warnings. Because again, he says here in the, in the next line that I, Michelle, I will answer, When I am corrected, which means there could be something that I've been doing, walking in my might, my earthly wisdom, and the good Lord can't wait to correct me. And he can't do it in the multitude of people in the the church or at the seminar or wherever I gather. But when I go to the secret place, just him and I, he will tell me, he will correct me. Because again, he has said, I think it's in, is it in Proverbs somewhere? Please Google later. It reads, there's ways that seem right to man, but lead to destruction so there's something that my heart has told me to do and it feels so right but then what does the Lord think about it so when you go to the secret place and you inquire of the Lord in the quiet of the night he will speak to you the Lord speaks through his word the Lord speaks through uh, dreams the Lord speaks through people the Lord even makes donkeys speak in the story of um, in, in Numbers Is it Numbers 21? I don't want to derail, but if you read the the book of Numbers, it is so much fun. And in the early 20s, it talks about Balak and Balaam, right? Uh, And uh, there's a prophet who was trying to go against the will of God. And, And God made the donkey speak, the donkey that was riding this man of God to destruction. So in the secret place, he has said, I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Which means that in the secret place, we are corrected. Praise King Jesus. And this is the same as Job 33. Please put a bookmarker there because we are about to start flying all over and under our Bibles. Job chapter 33. This is where the Lord speaks in dreams, right? But in the secret place, he will speak to you directly via your word. And probably you'll get a confirmation via your dreams. But I want us to graduate from Christians who wait to dream because that's not the only avenue that God will speak to us because the enemy uses those as well, right? In, in chapter, John chapter 33, verse 14 says, for God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not, cons- uh, does not perceive it. He speaks in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, while they're slumbering on their beds. Verse verse 15 is what talks about the bed, dreaming while you are asleep. Us guys are talking about the secret place where God comes and speaks to you, even when your eyes are open. Praise King Jesus. Yeah? But he says, the reasons why he speaks is in verse 16. Guys, as I speak to you on a weekly, and I'm hoping that I'll start to do it on a daily, is so that we can use this Bible to get knowledge, right? We talked about the how, when, where, what. Those, 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 those um, questions, they help you to have a conversation with the Bible. As you read, you know, you, you sort of, you're quick to discern. Praise King Jesus. So, why does the Lord speak to, people, to us when we're asleep? Where does he even speak to us and uh, in on a secret place, or you can call it your personal altar? Verse 16 says, He opens up the ears of men and seals them with instructions. He tells you what to do at the secret place, at the high place. He seals your ears with instructions. And why does he seal your ears with instructions? In order to turn man from his deed. What is it you are supposed to do that is not of God? What is it you are supposed to do that is of God, but it is not in your line of of your calling or the good Lord is not involved with it because the person you're doing it with is from the other side of town in the satanic camp. And clearly you can't do business with them because the Lord's blessing will not be there because as you come to church to pray, to seek the Lord, your business partner is on top of a mountain, butt naked, shaking things and someone other gods and those two kingdoms can't coexist so you put in a lot of money you haven't inquired of the lord if this is indeed the right business partner and bam your business goes down goes down the drain Have you read in the book of Joshua where the Israelites got beat up and they were so shocked and Joshua went went back to cry to the Lord, Oh, why have we been beaten? Yet you promised me in Joshua 1.3 that every place where I, I, I put my foot is my territory. You promised that you will go with me like you are with Moses. Why were we beaten up, Mr. God? And then God said to him, because you have got an accursed item in your camp. One of the people in your camp has got something that is not in line with my word one of the people in your camp has got a cast items items that bego- be- belong to the other kingdom so that guy that one guy is the reason you've been beaten up so yes you have a very good idea it's it's word best according to the word of god but because you're too busy to sit down to stand and watch to listen to him you haven't given him time to warn you like, yo, I know your business partner goes to church, but while you are asleep, he's out there during all manner of evil. And for that reason, I can't bless your business. This intel you can only get in the sacred place of the Most High in your alone time. And it's not a one-off. You need to dwell. What is that? Permanent, continuous, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday, every day. You set off some time. 30 minutes? An hour perhaps? You can start with 30 if you think it's all too much for you. But between me and you, the deeper you get into a relationship with God, it will start to be an hour or so. Even two if you have the time. If you don't manage the Holy Spirit. Because there's times when the Holy Spirit doesn't want to keep quiet. We have a family altar. We like to keep it under one hour, me and my children. But boy, there's been days where we've done two and a half hours. And it's until you're done that you think, ah, where's dinner? (laughs) I can't believe we've been here for two hours, right? Because when, when 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 you stand, when you stop everything else that you're doing and you stand and you watch and listen out, the Holy Spirit will come. As surely as the rain will come, as surely as the sun will rise, he will come. He will come. And when he starts to speak, when you start to speak to one another, it is so much fun that it can stretch. It can go on and on and on. But because we have such busy schedules, you will see how to go about it, to keep it under an hour. Praise King Jesus. Yeah, I think I finished Job. Did I read um, verse 17? Yeah, to turn man from his deed and to conceal pride from man. There's so much things we do out of pride. And because we, are, we believe so much that we are right, it takes being in the secret place to humble us, to correct us. Which is what Habakkuk 2 said. I will listen to him and see where he corrects me. Yeah? He speaks to us, according to verse 18, to keep back man's soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. Praise King Jesus. I think I, I can't go any deeper than that in elaborating Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1. Praise King Jesus. So this is why. This is why we go to the secret place of the Most High. Yeah? This is why we do alone time. Right? I've always been here talking about the family altar. Now I'm talking about the personal altar. Thank you so much for praying with your family. But you need to zone out. Are you the head of the family? Are you, are you the daddy? Zone out. Alone with God. So he can give you a vision for the family. So he can v- give you a vision for your business. The, there's things God wants to say to you as an individual that will determine how quick and how well everything else goes. My pastor, Isaac, um, my pastor, um, Pastor Isaac, was, he, he tells us all the time that he's up at 3 a.m. praying for us and um getting direction because i used to wonder this guy has got so much word inside of him he does the 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 morning dew the lunch hour the evening and then i'm like where does he get content but then the good lord said to me he dwells he dwells in the secret place that's why he has an answer for you michelle because michelle you have so many questions and that's why he comes to you and you feel like oh, You know, there's times I go to church and I think to myself, well, he could have just phoned me because this message is clearly mine and for me alone because when I was in the secret place, the Lord told me this and now I've come to church and he's confirming it. But yeah, the man of God has something to feed you because he dwells in the secret place if you ever go to church and you come out of there feeling empty like you haven't had anything that means the glory departed from israel the glory departed from the pulpit because the man of god is not fed he's not in the secret place of the most high that is why your heart cannot rest he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall rest under the shadow of the almighty so if you are born again and you're supposed to be under the shadow of the almighty but you operate under anxiety fear and all of their relatives check yourself are you dwelling in the secret place of the most high and if you feel like the one standing inside of you does not perfect that does not make um perfect sense easy he probably did not dwell enough to be able to feed you because some of you guys are too complex. You know too much. You know the Bible too much. You have too much revel- revelation. You have got too much depth. That if, if you, the sheep, is fasting 40 days, that means the pastor has to do 80 to keep up with you. Yeah? So, it, 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 the conversation that we've been having for the last um, uh, sec- few seconds is touching both um, the, the shepherd and the sheep. But it's all centered around the secret place, Mr. Shepherd, Mr. Pastor. Are you dwelling so that you can feed the people? And, and, uh, Madam Sheep, thank you for dressing up so nicely to go to church. But are you dwelling so that when you go to the man of God, you're helping him, you're not draining him, he's not sweating so much so that you can walk out of there empty handed and also check yourself if you're one of those that every after a service you're running to the man of god to 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 pray it's good to stand in prayer with somebody spiritually stronger than you but when you approach him what is it you're asking of him is it is it possible that you can reduce his burden by you spending more time in the secret place so you can have less questions also that when you when you go in front of him it's a case of Wow, thank you. That was very... I I can relate with that. That was a confirmation for me. And guys, when you go in front of your pastor, maybe you've taken something for him, an appreciation kind of seed or whatever. I have tested this several times with the man of God that I serve under. I don't... I I rarely take a laundry list. Hey, um, Papa, I need this, you know, that. No, 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 no. I take my seed. And i keep quiet but before i go to him i pray so hard for him i say holy spirit please use him to confirm things you've mentioned to me before and it has worked i kneel down in front of him and he starts flowing and um sometimes i even forget to say amen because i'm thinking yeah I know, I know i know i know i know i know god told me that before and i'm so excited and when he's done i am smiling i'm smiling like from beaming from ear to ear like he just said let's go for ice cream Michelle because I was in the secret place of the most high everything he says makes perfect sense if it wasn't for the respect that I have uh, for the anointing on him I would jump up and down and carry him but I have to contain myself because hey this person represents God to me anyway praise King Jesus That secret place That secret place do it the reason I am able to come here and talk to you and you feel like I make sense is because I go to the secret place. If I didn't go to the secret place, like if you find me at KFC buried in my bucket with all the grease on my my lips all the way to the ears and you start asking me, oh, you know, Michelle, that thing you mentioned in your fourth, pod, fourth podcast, I'll be like, what did I mention? Because I'm dwelling in the chicken. Yes, the Holy Spirit is with me. I have got the angel concerned with me, walking with me even in 2KFC, but I'm not in that space. I I that I function better spiritually when I have been dwelling in the secret place. Praise King Jesus. Wow. Okay. I like to give um, examples. Because in the space acronym, we mentioned that there's examples in the Bible, there's stories in the Bible to give us examples of what we're talking about. And um, who shall we use today? Let's use um, King Saul, the first king of Israel and prophet Samuel. Okay. Uh, let's open first Samuel chapter nine, verse 15. Because you'll be saying, uh, Michelle sounds easy for you. Nope. Somebody else has done it before. I I have tested it and seen that it is good, and that is why I'm bringing it to you, hoping that you will try it and you'll get somebody else to try it as well. First, God. 1 Samuel chapter nine. We're going to read from, from verse fifteen. Eh? But just to give you a history, this guy saw his dad's donkeys went missing. Eh? And then his dad sent him and one of the servants. In this modern day age, we'll say, "Oh, the dad gave him um, the car with the driver to go look for the donkeys. But yeah, he was given one of the servants and then they went to look for um, the missing donkeys. Now, verse 15 of 1 Samuel chapter 9 reads, Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear the day when Saul would come. Praise King Jesus pause (laughs) we need to dissect this yeah brother Saul is on the other end of town daddy wakes up yo i can't find my donkeys son go find them take the driver on the other side of town there's samuel man of god dwelling in the secret place of the most high because i told you in the secret place is where the lord speaks to you in the ear right now the lord to, to, said um, told samuel in his ear the day when Saul would come, would be coming isn't that so perfect that in the secret place you get clear instructions michelle on thursday i am going to speak to sister anita and she'll send you four buckets of kfc expect them at noon ah so much joy then so that on thursday if i'm eating vegetables I'm not so anxious because I know that I'm gonna hit gold on Friday chicken is coming but it takes being in the secret place to hear that message hallelujah verse 16 mm -mm. we'll go back to verse 15 now the Lord had told Samuel in the ear, in his ear the day before Saul came saying tomorrow about this time I will send you a man from the land of benjamin and you shall anoint him commander over my people israel that he may save my people from the hand of the philistine for i have looked upon my people because their cry has come to me praise king jesus wow The whole of Israel is crying. Oh, we want a king. Why don't we have a king like other kingdoms? Why are we operating under judges? Judge who? Judge who? Judge what? Why can we have presidents like other countries? And in the secret place, the Lord does not speak to the entire nation because the entire nation is busy watching 90 Days of Fiance on DSTV and then they watch wrestling and then they watch and then while they're watching, the babies are screaming, the husband wants a glass of water, so much noise. But in the secret place, there's somebody that goes to the secret place. Then the Lord will give him a message for us because we are so busy. And I think I touched that a little when I said to you, my my pastor spends, like he sleeps for only four hours or three, God knows, I don't know, whoosh, goals, goals. He spends so much time in the secret place so he can come and give us a message because we're too busy running around trying to achieve um, our objectives at work. Praise King Jesus. So Samuel got a message. And the message is, Mr. Saul is coming. Verse 17. So when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said to him, there he is, the man of whom I spoke to you. This one shall reign over my people. Now, this verse 17, it really, really, it challenged me. Because now I'm thinking, hold up. Even though Mr. Samuel has left the secret place, is it that he's got one of those FBI microphones in the ear that's, um, what's it called? Bluetoothed to heaven, that the, 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 God, the Lord God keeps speaking to him anyway? Because these guys are now speaking like they're walking together. But I guess that's what dwelling permanently means, that the Lord continuously speaks to you. There is the man of whom I spoke to you. Wow. Now, my, my, my dream is to be like Samuel, to continuously hear. Even when I'm not at, 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 at my what? At, at, at my um, secret place in the bathroom. Even when I'm in the market loud, I can still hear his voice. Although I believe it takes a bit of practice, right? Verse 18, then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, please tell me, where is the seer's house? Now, I like Saul, <laughs> bless him. He's just minding his business, just like you and I going about our business. And then some, Saul thinks that he's asking a random person, where is the seer's house? Who's the seer, the prophet that sees into the spiritual realm? Because these guys were looking for donkeys. They had been looking for them for X amount of days and they couldn't find them. And they're thinking, I think we need the help of somebody that can see farther than we see. Maybe he will tell us um, all the way in Cambodia so we can go look them up. So where can we find the seer? 19. Samuel answered Saul and said, "Uh, let's go, let's back up a bit. Let's back up a little. Who is it you that you've bumped into and you think you're asking them for directions to God help me not to mention a food place, directions to Mr. Price to, to the mall, right? But God has stationed them because God wants to say something to you. Haha, <laughs> be mindful. Okay, verse 19 Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me to the high place, please note the high place, for you shall eat with me today and tomorrow I'll let you go and will tell you all that is in your heart. Hallelujah. Now we're about to see um, brother Saul entered into the secret place as well. This man of God says to to him, I am he that you're looking for. I am the seer and 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 blessed soul he's still being so blunt about it he doesn't ask oh how come what a coincidence and we like to say coincidence oh my what a coincidence no the good lord orchestrates everything praise king jesus Uh uh-huh go up before me to the high place in other words go to the secret place okay this um samuel is nice he says first you shall eat with me today and then tomorrow I'll let you go. And I will tell you all that is in your heart. Let's have some food first. Yeah. And then we shall see what next. Look at what he says to him in verse 20. But as for you, as for your donkeys that were lost three days ago, do not be anxious about them for they have been found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on you and all your father's house? Now, guys, look at this. Saul is looking for donkeys, right? I think all of us seek the Lord. A lot of people get born again and and they seek the Lord for something. Not to seek the Lord, for seeking the Lord. Does that make sense? I will get born again because they said God will give me everything. God will will help me to, to... I will buy 20 cars. I'll build X amount of houses. I will get married. I will do this... And um, God is saying, but first come to the secret place. Come, I want to get to know you. I like what Samuel says to, um, to Saul, the donkeys you're looking for, don't be anxious about them. Now, saints, what is it you're seeking the Lord for? Thank you so much for wanting what you want, but the good Lord wants to get to know you. He wants a relationship with you. That's why a secret place is very important. And he's saying to you right now, the donkeys that you are seeking, I know where they are. That's peanuts to me. The entire world and everything that is in it is mine. You are looking for donkeys, but I want to give you the kingdom. I want to make you a king. Hmm? And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Everything that Israel desires for, is, is Israel is desiring for a king. I am going to make you that which the whole world desires for so brethren what brought you to king jesus thank you so much we thank that situation for bringing you to jesus now enter the secret place of the most high because i want to give you more i want to give you rulership over uganda revenue authority i want you to be the the director of um, nssf i want you to be um the, the gm for facebook i want you to be um the main shareholder for total, you know, as in there's so much God wants to give you. The incident that happened to bring you to God, to make you get saved is just bait. It is just, he he used it to pull you towards him. And now that you're here, first things first. Foundation, Come get to know me. Come to the secret place. Know my ways. See, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I wanted you to be the director for um, Facebook. But there was so much destruction around you. If I gave you that job, it would be taken off you in minutes. Be honest with me you listening out there how many opportunities that the good lord has the good lord put in front of you and then they go down the drain because you didn't know how to handle them this book of the law this bible is not complex it's just rules and regulations on how to go about your life how to maintain that which the good lord wants to give you so he's calling you into the secret place so that he can teach you how to keep what you need to keep praise king jesus let's be very mindful of that So, Saul is called into the secret place, yeah? And, um, whoa, I want us to rush quickly to the secret place. I think we shall do verse 26. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Verse 25. Verse 25 reads When they had come down from the high place into the city, Saul spoke with, no, Samuel spoke with Saul. Yeah? We're still in 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 25. When they had come down from the high place into the city, Samuel spoke with Saul on the top of the house. I tell you what, guys, there's something about elevation, the rampart. Remember Habakkuk 2.1? I'll set myself, I'll, I'll stand my watch, I'll set myself on the rampart, on a higher level, and listen, Right? Verse 26, they arose early and it was about the dawning of the day that Samuel called to Saul on the top of the house, on a higher place where they can see the entire horizon. And you see it, they did it at the crack of dawn. And that's what I've said to you before. Do it when everybody else is asleep. That's when you get nice instructions. Yeah. And then Samuel said, get up, he said to Saul, that I may send you on your way hallelujah this is not just any sentence guys get up that i may send you on your way what does that mean arise from um wherever you are from the secret place yeah because when we go to the secret place we get instructions get up i want to give you instructions on which way to go And isn't that what we were told in Psalm 32, verse 8? Yeah? Did I read it out for you? Psalm 32, verse 8, if I can find it quickly. Hmm, where is it? It says, I'll teach you which way to go. Where is it? I wish there was somebody else to open for us um, that Psalm, but I'll quickly open it up. Because I like this sentence, get up, that I may send you, on your way is a nice elaboration of Psalm 32 verse 8 because it says I will instruct you I will teach you in the way you should go so sacred place is about instructions, sacred place is about learning so that the good Lord may guide you with his eye I like his eye because it is so big, there's somewhere in the Bible where they say the eye of the Lord hovers around from south from north, from east to west to see the person whose heart is perfect so that he may make himself oh where does it i don't like to give you the wrong word but um i want to give you the exact words but unfortunately it's just me to do and i don't have anyone to help me look into google but um the scripture is along the lines of, my eye hovers all over to see the person that their, whose heart is perfect so that I may show myself strong in their lives. Something along those lines. Forgive me, I don't like to remove or add from the word of God. I am unable to look up that scripture right now, but you, if you can Google it up, that's nice. You just put in the eye of the Lord moves around. But why? He directs our path. He says, acknowledge me and I'll direct your path. So he's saying to Saul, get up, but I may send you on your way skin Jesus and Saul arose and both of them went outside he and Samuel which way is he talking about don't remember don't you remember where we started from don't you forget first Samuel verse 116 where God said tomorrow about this time I'll send you a man from the land of Benjamin and you shall anoint him commander over my people Israel that he may serve my people from the hand of their enemies for I have looked upon my people because they cry their cry has come to me So, in the secret place, Samuel sits Saul down and tells him the rule of his life. Okay? The instructions. He tells him what to do. Saul is told his calling a lot of us Christians walk around saying I wish I knew my calling oh what does God want me to do I don't know I don't know I wish I could know my calling what the good Lord how how can I serve the Lord in the secret place that's how in the secret place you got born again because you had certain issues that you wanted God to solve Thank you for coming to Jesus. But now tap into the secret place so he can show you what he wants. Because when all is said and done, it's all about his good purpose. It's never about what we want. It's about what he wants. The sooner you tap into what he wants, you will make your journey so, so simple. And it all starts in the secret place. Because Mr. Pastor doesn't know all of you 1,000 congregants. He can't help you with your calling. It takes you tapping into your God so you don't sweat around swimming all over every ministry. And at the end of it all, the book of your life is brand new in heaven. In heaven, it's like you've never performed anything. Because that which he purpose for you to do, you have never achieved. Praise King Jesus. Jeremiah 1.5. Before you were formed. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. It reads, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Praise King Jesus. Now. <laughs> but Jeremiah in, in, in um verse 6, Jeremiah is arguing with God. He says, Oh Lord God, oh Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. You know, anyway, I want us to go back to the secret place. I wanted to bring out the aspect of um you who's listening to me. You have a high calling on your life. But for you to tap into it, you need to create alone time with the Lord, alone time, because that's the place where he'll speak into your ear. Right. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you. He has a plan for you. And you see, when you're not in the secret place, you'll hear all manner of voices. I don't know who Brother um, Jeremiah was spending time with, but he's been told all sorts like, no, you, you can never speak. You cannot speak. Yeah, you, you're too young. You you can't make a difference. And there's so many voices around us and all of these voices are contrary to the word of God. Each one of us has got a gift. There's something in us that we can use for the kingdom. But you need to spend time with your maker for him to reveal to you. What he wants you to do but in order for him to do that he needs to teach you his word first he needs to teach you the word of god to wash out all of that mentality of i'm only a youth i cannot speak i'm not beautiful enough i am not strong enough i don't have enough money you need to go in the secret place because what the word of god does it washes out all other words All other words and then the word of God resides within you and the word of God is the spirit and it is the spirit of God that enables us to do the things which are not possible, right? Scripture says that the things which seem impossible in the sight of man are very simple to the the Lord. I like, I think it's first or second kings where one king was so stressed about a battle that they thought they would lose and then the other king said to him, no, 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 those are small things in the sight of the Lord. As in whatever is bothering you is small things in the sight of the Lord. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, he knew you and he knows your capability. All you need to do is one thing, sacred place. Spend time alone with him in your Bible to polish your skills, to polish your knowledge. People perish for lack of knowledge, right? Go and acquire all the knowledge that you need. And the best place to start is the word of God. Listen to this. Verse 27 of 1 Samuel chapter 9. As they were going down to the outskirts of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Tell the servant to go on ahead of us. (laughs) You don't need anyone in the secret place. Everybody should go on ahead of you. Tell your husband to to go on ahead. Tell the kids to go to bed find a time where it's just you and you tell your boss to go on ahead of you one hour even if it's just 30 minutes for you to speak to the lord yeah the bible says and the servant went on Mm -hmm. no 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 so samuel said again to saul but you stand here a while again stand has come up stand do you remember habakkuk 2 i will stand my watch I will stand and be still. I will be still and listen to my God. So it's coming back again. But you stand here a while, which means you don't stand for just one day or one week. And the people who stand for a while and fall off are the ones that went to the good Lord for something. I will get born again because I want to own um, a, a what? A what? A what? What can I give? As an example, I want to build a mall on Kampala Road, so I will go to God. And if the Lord is gracious and he gives it to you, you go running away. That's why you haven't got the damn mall, because he knows your mind so well. He wants to get to know you. He's saying, stand here a while. Sit here a while. I know what you want. I will give you exceedingly, abundantly, more than you expect, according to the power that is within you. But the power that is within you is the word of God. The the word of God is our power, it is our muscle, it is our clout. Thank you so much for getting born again. We give God the glory. Yes, thank you for the laundry list and being so diligent in coming to church. But switch, switch your mindset. Ask yourself, what does he want from me? And whatever it is that he wants from me, I will benefit more than I want. That's why he says, I can do exceedingly abundantly more than you think or expect. But it all depends on the power that is within you. Right? Because now Samuel is saying to Saul, but you stand here a while that I may announce to you the word of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel like this is it for me. I feel like this is just the climax that we needed. Stand here that I may announce to you the word of God. As in come to the secret place that I may tell you the plan that the good Lord has for you and he does have a plan for you It's just that you need to first find the donkeys. And here, let me give you intel for free. The donkeys are safe. The donkeys were found ages ago. It is you that's taking forever to fix up. That's why he can't show you where the donkeys are. Because look here, when Brother Brother Samuel is inviting Saul for dinner, he said to him, don't be anxious about the donkeys. They have been found. In other words, don't be anxious about the mall. That you need the good Lord to build for you. It has already been built. It is somewhere. Oh, by the way, let me prove to you that it is somewhere. That mall exists already. It is just you that needs to align your manners with the manners of Christ. To align your thinking with the thinking of Christ. To align your intentions, the intentions of your heart. To march with those of the word of God. Whoa, look at Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 26. Ecclesiastes reads, yeah. For God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy to a man who is good in his sight. Hallelujah. But to the sinner, he gives the work of gathering and collecting, that he may give to him who is good before God. Hallelujah. I told you your mall is somewhere. I know where mine is. I won't mention because the owner might freak out. I have got a big building in Kampala. Why? Because God is giving me wisdom and knowledge and joy. I am good in His sight. Why? When I come to the secret place I get to know God. How? I know the do's and don'ts in God's kingdom. I know what to stay away from and I try and perfect myself in the image of Christ. I try to do what is good. So when I'm good in his sight, there's somebody across town that they're they're constructing my house right now. They've sent for the best bathtubs in China, and they've sent for the best chandeliers in Thailand, and then they've sent for the best tiles God knows where. They're even going to Nairobi right now to get me those beautiful African baskets that are on on the way to two rivers. There's some beautiful African baskets that I like to hold as handbags. Somebody is already out there buying them collecting them, gathering them, that God may give them to me because I am good in his sight. In other words, thank you for being busy, not making time for God, looking for money. But when all is said and done, because of your unrighteousness ways, because you are not walking according to his ways, at some point, God is going to give them to the person that's what? Seeking him. That's why I'm talking to you, my friends. Spend time with the Lord. Don't forget to gather. It's good to gather. Yeah? church, seek the Lord, but when you are away from church, find time to close your doors, right? This is why we got a lockdown, Matthew chapter 6. We were locked down because we we, we totally (laughs) missed the drift. God is thinking, what can I do for these people to seek me? I'll close the airports, I'll close the schools so that they can spend time with me. Where is it in Matthew chapter 6? Matthew chapter six, verse six. But when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. In your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Hallelujah. Thank you. Go to church every time you have to go: Sunday, Monday, Wednesday choose balance the boat choose the days when you have to gather with others but don't forsake closing your door and entering that secret place in the secret place because when you spend time in the secret place he will reward you openly everything that you want he has already got it us guys are just custodians the car that i drive right now i am a custodian if he wakes up and says give it to so and so i will do it because i've understood the values Eh? Because I'm always in the secret place. I know that there's power in giving and there's power in obedience. And blessed is the hand that gives more than that which receives. Which means if I do give out my car, I'm activating something in the spiritual realm. And the good Lord is thinking, wait, Michelle loves me more than her car. And then he'll bless me more. People have testified to this sort of thing. Go in the secret place. Go in the secret place of the Most High. He will tell you everything that he needs to know. Brother Saul achieved a lot. After he left the secret place, hey, he was anointed as king. And then he, he went uh, on his way home as proof that he was anointed. He was able to prophesy. Please go and read the book of First and 2 Samuel. Those are my favorite books of the Bible. They're so much fun to read. It's almost like a series. I always tell you guys, if I had so much money, I'd do a movie out of it. That when I was reading it, I could see something like Lord of the Rings, you know, Spears, Battles, David at War. And then, oh, there's so much in 1st and 2nd Samuel. I don't don't want to tell you everything because then I'll ruin the movie for you. Go and read for yourself. It's a lot of fun. There's loads more guys here in the Bible that... um, achieved from um, dwelling in the secret place but we haven't got a lot of time I am tempted to come back with part two I think I'll come back with part two. Oh, and by the way be very careful to not disclose what the Lord has told you in the secret place be careful who you tell I told you the last time we met up get Jesus buddies because you will take your prophecy to somebody that is not of Jesus And when they take it to the other camp, the enemy will shoot it down before you actualize it. Brother Saul was clever. Okay, I need to open my Bible again. I had closed it. When Saul came back from um, the high place, after he was given instructions on what's required of him, the man that went to look for donkeys and came back as a king, when he came down, listen to this, his uncle, (laughs) where is that part? It's in chapter 10. Chapter 10, verse 15. And Saul's uncle said to him, tell me, please, what? Tell me what Samuel said to you. Hallelujah. Excuse me. When you get out of the secret place. Um, first off, pray for the vision that God has given you. Write it down. I've shared a podcast on writing it down. It's called Write It Down. Whatever vision you're given, write it down. Whatever message you're given, write it down before you forget it. But don't share it with the whole world because some people are dream killers. Saul's uncle is so quick to ask, "Ah, what did Samuel say to you? What did God say to you? Listen to verse 16. So Saul said to his uncle, he told us plainly that the donkeys had been found. But the matter of the kingdom, he did not tell him what Samuel said. Do not tell them. Do not tell them. Wouldn't you want to surprise the world so they can ask you, yeah, how did you become king over Israel? As opposed to, hey, guess what? I'm going to be king. And you don't know what altars they'll be visiting tonight to destroy your vision. And that is why when God is doing a good job in some people, he forces them onto a sacred place, onto an island. For me, he forced me out of Uganda, sent me to Nairobi, drove me out of my church. He said, sit here. There's some friends that were not in the line that I was pursuing at the time so he took me to a country where I had no friends like wait I need to do a good job in you first and learn to shut your gob when I'm done with you then perhaps you can go back and share a thing or two I have plans for you Michelle but first you need to be alone with me don't wait for him to draw you out to 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 drive you out of your home country Just, just go to the secret place For some people, it will take going to jail. Why do you need to be held up in prison first for you to meet God? Create time. Give him an hour a day, even 30 minutes. Don't wait for him to drag you into the secret place. Okay? Our Lord is very gracious, and he doesn't force himself on you, but He has an agenda for your life and if you're clocking, I don't know how many years and you haven't tapped into it, you haven't let left him a, a solution but to drag you there, and we don't want to be those people so please, secret place okay Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Madame Marjorie, I hope I've responded to your question. If you have any other questions, feel free to either whatsapp me or send an email to the word by michelle at gmail.com or send it to a you can dm me direct message on instagram the word by michelle or you can visit the facebook page the word by michelle the facebook page has got a lot of stories that i used to write until i got so much content that i could not type out messages anymore and the good lord directed me to speak to you directly like i'm doing now hallelujah okay guys with that let's um conclude if you've been listening and you haven't given your life to christ yet please do give your life to christ and like i like to tell you it's not complex it's not complex it's just a case of getting to know him okay get to know him get the bible because that's what talks about him read his word walk like he's saying that you should start to listen out to him he'll tell you what church to go to if you want to go to church straight away i've told you about kansanga miracle center church it does wonders for me do pop by right or if you're out of uganda it's online as well facebook youtube kansanga k-a-n-s-a-n-g-a miracle center church get acquainted with the word okay all right um put your hand on your heart repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I thank you so much for the message that I have had today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for sending your word. For it is written that you sent forth your word, and your word healed them, and your word delivered them from destruction. Father, there's been so much destruction in my heart. There's been so many voices. But today, I want to bring my heart and give it to you. I want to give my life to you, Lord Jesus. Come into my life and calm the storm. And silence every voice. And silence all other words. All other words. Silence. Lord, I give my heart to you. My heart is your secret place. Come and dwell in my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I, I receive you in my heart. I acknowledge with my heart, with my lips that you died and went to heaven. And now, Lord, I declare that I am born again. This is between me and you. I am your child now, and you are my daddy. Remove my names from the book of death and write them in the book of life. In Jesus' mighty name I have prayed. Amen. Now, for the rest of the world that's already into Christ, let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everybody that's listened in. I thank you for the beautiful journey of salvation. I know that it is not easy. And most times the reason why it is complex is because we do not know what we are doing. As born again, we have perished for lack of knowledge. And today we have learned that knowledge is found at the secret place. I pray, Father, that you give everybody time that you holy spirit convict everybody to make time for you so that they can get to know you to get into the secret place so that they can hear from you so that they can get clear instructions on what you need them to do so that they can know which way to go so that their salvation work can work can be more simplified so that you can give them everything that you want to give them after they have sought your kingdom because the scripture says seek first the kingdom of god That's the action on our part. That is the command. And all the rest shall fall in line. Father, we are so sorry that we have come to you with the mentality of what can you give me? Give me the whole world. Give me everything instead of fulfilling what it requires for us to do. In order to get what we need from you i pray that after today everybody will get into their secret place they will close the door and get to know you and seek you and then you'll start to pour everything into their lives supernaturally like they've never seen it before i thank you so much king of glory in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen and amen thank you so much (laughs) i'm sweating thank you so much guys Have a lovely weekend. Speak to you very soon. Love you. Bye-bye.